Episode 3. Welcome back to the Plots and Reviews podcast. I am your host, Bree, and today we'll be doing a read-through of Before She Ignites from the Fallen Isles trilogy. I want to do a read-through of all three books, so I'm hoping to make this sequential. Let's see what happens. But anyway... For the read-throughs, what I'll be doing is basically going through the notes I would have taken as I read and reading those as well as the passages highlighted and just giving some of my ideas and views on said passages and notes. So thank you so much for checking in. Let's get started. Before she ignites, read through... You are now entering spoiler territory. The first thing I highlighted was Light of Noor. And here they're like, On this day, as a collection of nations, we, the representatives of the people of the Fallen Isles, bow to the one true authority, the Light of Noor, and acknowledge our devotion. And later on I found it interesting that I highlighted this because it is meaningful and I was like at the time I was like okay so what is the light of Noor we find out we do find out later plus I thought it was semi-interesting I like the light of Noor thing and yeah we also have me highlighting uh Damian and Darina these are the god and goddesses god and goddess of love and they are the only like twin island that way uh another time i was like okay so i guess they're going to be meaningful his show her friend well yeah her best her bodyguard slash one of her friends uh dracanto raptuses this is where we started to get some information on the dragons and the author actually went into creating some different species of dragons so that was pretty cool altan we have um altan being introduced he turns out to be a major bad guy and uh, uh, it makes me question why they didn't kill him right off like i can never understand why people are like no don't kill him it's always this female being like no don't kill him and i'm like have you not read anything before in your life clearly fine it's a fantasy you may not have seen tv but you you don't ever let these people live you don't right so note psa anytime you find yourself in such a situation where you have this really evil person after you because they want to kill your dragons or they want to take over your kingdom kill them so that they don't come back in book two and book three moving along uh we have a description of alton i believe and here is where i thought that the author really made an effort in describing brown people so i was like tear tear okay so here he goes his face told a story of recent fights with healing cuts and fading bruises that covered his golden brown skin Eleven thin scars marked his right temple, like remnants of a childhood accident. 
He was handsome in a fearsome way. He had wide cheekbones, a strong jaw, and hard brown eyes that stayed narrowed during a high, under a high brow. Uh, this description, like I said, overall, I think that she did a fair job in describing her brown skin to people. Um, I, I do feel though that some of it, it's like the, there is no description, I guess, under like the, maybe the slant of his eye or so, but that's just me being particular and not really a thing. She did a, she did a good job. She did a fair job and let's move on i have to select them as i go because this reader is problematic so i highlighted how long this girl had been a captain and then a wow a aru why do i keep calling this guy a row isn't that like one of our tree species no that's wow okay aru aru yeah she meets him in the prison and I just, I got his name. So then we start having the traumas. So <clears throat> this girl over the road, over the, over the side, like, so she's in prison and there's this girl there who decides to tell her something. She's like, no, sorry. Alton decides to tell her, tell Mira something. A few pieces of information for the new girl. Once a decan, you'll have the chance to clean your cell. Once in every 10 days, that seemed like not enough, Mira, Mira thought. A mop and bucket goes down the line. You're last, so it's going to be dirty by the time it gets to you. But clean your cell, cell anyway. After a few decades, you'll thank me for the warning. Okay, so this was where I first had my major question, right? Your cell, it's not even like your little house. Your cell that has a pit latrin hasn't been cleaned in 10 days right i think there were about eight eight other persons that are in this prison with mira and she's supposed to be last now i don't know when was the last time that this author used a bucket and a mop to clean a house or to clean a space that was filthy because it's already open you have a pit latrine there is definitely vermin, although this author never mentions vermin, and it gets to me, but there is definitely vermin, right? And that by the time that thing gets to the second person, that bucket and that water and, and mop and whatever will be filthy. And hello, the water isn't magically re replenishable. Like, again, when and this, I don't know if this author has ever really done some of this, but that you get to the you get after a while your water runs out because not everything is captured back into the bucket so um she wouldn't have water to clean her this what well, after it gets you the water is is dirty honey you have no water the mop will be filled with pieces of random things like and then you try to tell me that there is no there is no there are no vermin. There's like there's no vermin. There are no there are no insects, bacteria, viruses. Because after all, these people are in their same clothes, right? So <sighs> I don't know. I I think the hygiene research done was was not very good. Anyway, so he continues. After that, 
you go down to the baths. Wash yourself whether you want to or not. If the smell in here becomes too unbearable for us, you all get punished. So stay clean. Again, clearly the definition of clean does not meet the necessary requirements. And um, I, I, just, I just found it very, very uncomfortable. This needed some more like hygiene research because it it was not um good okay so then we have mira complaining that she made poor choices and she had discovered something we don't know what it is just yet she had discovered something gone to the luminary council and they betrayed her and these were the people who all her life have been parading her around the world, around the worlds, and they used her as like a voice to represent the mirror treaty and whatever it is, whatever it is that they wanted to say, and they basically betrayed her. So she's like, <laughs> they betrayed me. Then uh, we have Mira having her own her first um anxiety attack slash panic attack and again it goes we're told that she uses as a coping mechanism she uses counting which helps her mind center but you know she's stuck in this horrible place she starts to um naturally panic because she doesn't know what she's going to do and so she has or uh, her panic attack so then we start going into some other things okay so highlighted four days so she was trapped she was trapped in this area of the prisons for four days without no she was given some water i believe at the beginning and some food and she was trapped in that place for four days and the descriptions of this woman afterwards like i couldn't swallow my tongue was a dead weight in my mouth how she was so listless and falling down basically she was like dying and it was torture and i'm like okay here's the thing another psa being without water or food for four years unless you have some random pre-existing condition will not kill you your body will not die or fall apart because it hasn't had water or food for four days that's no your your body has enough to feed off of the only thing i can maybe accept from this where where i mentioned the pre-existing condition that could make it harder is the fact that they had only been getting per day a bottle of water and a little bag of random spoiled food so although no by this time by this time i think she was getting like real real food like so she was eating three times a day in any case so that may already make your system weak which would preclude you to having more of a breakdown if your system does not have water or food for four days but otherwise mm, uh, uh, uh. Calm down, calm down. Then we have something else that's bizarre. Okay, so she is supposedly drinking. They're discussing coconut water. 
And based on what I understood of this place, it is tropical, right? Where she is, it's tropical. Or where she's from, is tropical. And her comment is, The coconut water cloyed in my tongue. I'd never liked it, even as a child. It was too sweet. Again, the research into coconut water was not very well done because up until two days ago, I went to buy coconut water from the coconut water man because it's always a coconut water man. Sometimes it's a coconut water woman. But anyway, I went to buy coconut water from the coconut water man and he had not sweet coconut water. So I was very disappointed. I was like, based on this book I read, all coconut water is supposed to be sweet because this girl has been drinking coconut water since she was young and she has only dealt with sweet coconut water. And that's another thing, like the... the it, there is no way, I guess, her family could control this unless they've been putting sugar into all of her coconut water and mixing the coconut waters so that you can have like one taste because that's what happens with boxed coconut water. So maybe, <clears throat> I don't know the exposure, the research done that the author did into coconut water. Yes, you can tell that this coconut water thing bothered me, okay? So I'll just move on because I was like, <clears throat> okay, that's not the case, but fine. So, <laughs> then, um, Mira has been in this prison for a while, right? It's been like a month or so, a few months. A month or so, no, less than a month, about a month. And she has made friendship with Aru. And she is basically in love with Aru, right? So, they they have created this little space between themselves where they touch each other's hands and it's very meaningful because Aru is from the Isle of Silence, he's Idrissi and they aren't supposed to really have that much contact with each other and you're supposed to be silent and what's not but him and her have been touching hands for a while now to give each other comfort so we are now gonna see like oh how that messes with her our hands were close together I hadn't realized it before, but now he reached out and, with a breath-light touch, stroked down my smallest finger. It was a tiny thing, but it sent warm thrills through me, and then he whispered, I want to know you. Five words. They destroyed me. They destroyed everything I thought I'd understood about why he was nice to me. He wanted to know me in the same way I wanted to know him. But why? He couldn't see my face. All he'd witnessed of me were my fumbling attempts to befriend him and crying and near death. And I'm like, girl, calm down. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to know me. They just, these five words destroyed me. Like, people really have very little to do with their time. I mean, she's in prison. Shouldn't she be considering, like, other things? I, I don't know. I don't know how five words, like, and they aren't even, I want to know you. How, how is that destructive? I don't understand. I really don't understand. It's, well, I guess it's not for me to understand. So then we're told another story of the person who does makeup on Mira and she apparently has a mark on her face that apparently only her wife has ever seen and she covers herself up apparently to be beautiful and to present 
this face that allows persons to just accept beauty and marvelousness from her. And her job is to do the same for Mira. So when, when she's done, of course, Mira is like, oh, you're beautiful anyway, blah, blah, blah. And Mira develops this really bizarre obsession with beauty that continues throughout all the books. And it's semi-frustrating because at times I'm like, yeah, but, you know, there's more going on in the world than your face. She doesn't believe so, so I guess I have to respect her as a character. Yeah, anyway. Then we move on to Mira being pathetic. Now, Mira has a particular level of being pathetic that I have not witnessed as yet, right? It's tragic but you know i lie i have seen it i have seen it before i have seen it at least on two occasions i have seen it with um the ash princess girl whatever her name is and with the caraval girl they were both pathetic the ash princess was the most pathetic mira may not be as pathetic but she's pretty bad so she crumbles and groans and she has desperate sobs and, you know, she's like uh -huh, over everything. Like, uh -huh, I can't believe it. So then it's beautiful. Someone looked at her, Alton. He's like, Mira, this is not a negotiation. We won't be making a deal. There's no hope for you or your friends. By all the gods, you're so pathetic that I'm almost sorry to tell you the bad news. And she is. And I think this is what helps me to deal with this book. The fact that although I can't scream at her that she's being pathetic and that she is pathetic, there are other characters who do. So what they do it for me. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. It was necessary. Yeah, anyway, sorry. So that was nice. Um... Then she goes on to just, again, obsessing over her face. Uh, she had, she was attacked. Uh, I won't go into too much because she was attacked. And she ends up getting a mark, a cut on her face. And Alton before would call her fancy because, you know, she was pretty and this rich girl that ended up in the pit. And he's like, oh, well... See you in the morning, fancy. Well, maybe not so fancy anymore. I'll have to think of something else to call you. He doesn't because his imagination is zero. So he still calls her fancy. But then her comment is, A fractured wine caught in my throat. Even Alton thought I was hideous. And I'm like, Mia Filia, my child, there's so much more going on in the world than your face. And what bothers me is that her face wasn't even described as being the most beautiful face. It was just like a pretty face. So a recognizably pretty face, but I don't know. I don't know. Again, this, this her being her. I finished tying, the knot, tying a knot at the ends of the cotton strip easy enough to carry over my shoulder and watch Turta pull the baton from Alton's limp fingers. Don't kill him. You always kill them. Like I've said before, if you have a kingdom and you're trying to protect your dragons 
and you've been betrayed by a council that has always paraded you around as like this golden child and you get kidnapped by this dude who in your mind tortures you and is really mean to your friends and so on and you have a chance to kill him you kill him because he comes back in book one and book two and three if you don't okay please get rid of him he 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 outlasts his usefulness pretty soon then uh Turta tries to make this seem like she's doing something noble so she's like how do you do it Turta asks you hate him your life would be better if he were gone forever but you won't take action to make it happen I hate when they try to make this seem like it's a good thing it's not for the reasons I just mentioned about your kingdom and everything I won't compromise my humanity for my comfort I won't become him to be rid of him I thought you understood that. This is a mistake. It's always a mistake. In movies, it's a mistake. In books, it's a mistake. So now you know for sure it's a mistake. And yeah. And that was it. That's all I had. So that was it for Before She Ignites, the read-through. I realized that I'll likely have to do this book by book. Otherwise these things are going to be like an hour long and at this point in my life i don't think that i deserve to torment anyone for that long uh, maybe later maybe later no, i'm just kidding <laughs> so uh, i'll do book by book and you can pretty much decide which one you want to listen to and when if you want to read the books before or just listen to them uh the next one is going to be as she ascends so that's gonna be next episode and yeah that was pretty much it thank you so much for logging into the plots and reviews podcast today i hope you have an amazing day take care and check me out on social media if you'd like at plots and reviews so bye thanks laters